Hello and welcome back to The Winging It Life, a podcast for those who are trying to find the path to everyday joy, whether that's family, career, work-life balance or self-development. How do we feel about my new tagline? Um, I've been listening to podcasts over the weekend and realised that they all have one. So I thought best to summarise what my podcast is in one sentence and that's what I've come up with. Um, If you've got any better ideas, I'm always open to hear them drop them to me on Instagram, I'll take a look and I'll give them a go next week. So on today's episode, I am going to go back to the very beginning to when I first kind of crashed and I was at rock bottom and I was looking for something that would, you know, something to kind of claw onto to start pulling myself back up. And I discovered, or I guess took an interest in The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Um, otherwise known as the law of attraction and I'm pretty sure most people will discover the secret or turn to the secret or give the secret a go when they kind of get to a point in their life where things aren't going the way that they planned and they need something to give them a little bit of a push and a little bit of faith. The premise behind the secret is essentially that there is a the universe is there for you and you can ask the universe for anything that you want. Any wish that you have, any desire that you have is already yours. And the universe will move people, places and objects to get it to you. And honestly, it sounds amazing, right? If I was just to read you the description on the book, because it kind of summarises it a little bit better than that. As you learn the secret, you will come to know how you can have, be or do anything you want. You will come to know who you really are. You will come to know the true magnificence that awaits you in life. Sounds amazing, right? Um, Essentially, you learn to be grateful for what you have. You learn to be thankful for situations. And you learn to surrender your desires to a larger, more powerful being that will make it happen for you. Um... Now, the reason I found The Secret quite comforting is I am not religious. Um, I did go to a Catholic school um, when I was a lot younger, a Catholic primary school. My grandparents were very religious. Um, I had a Catholic side and a Protestant side. So I do understand the power of religion and I have always kind of been jealous that I don't have that faith, I don't have something to believe in. If you think back to when you were a kid and, you know, you believed in um, the tooth fairy and Santa Claus, and can you remember the, you know, the excitement that knowing that somebody else is going to look after you, somebody else is going to bring you presents without, um, you know, without fail, and, you know, when your tooth falls out, you get a pound, I got a pound from the tooth fairy, but it was that kind of magical the unknown you know it exists but you've never seen it so I've I've never had that with religion um so when I came across the secret and I fought it for a a long time my mum bought me the secret years and years ago um and I never read it because I honestly thought it was a load of bollocks if I'm honest I was like you know you have to work hard for what you want there's no you know it's not just going to come to you you have to work for it you have to work for it But, and I won't be telling my mother this unless she listens, 
she was right. The secret really did give me, it almost kind of was a big lift off my shoulders, if I'm honest, when I read it, because I kind of believed that, okay, what I want is going to happen. But like anything, it's very easy to kind of read a book, get sucked in, um, read the testimonials, try out a couple of things to test and then as soon as something bad happens again you kind of you forget about it you forget the things that you've read and you fall back into your same patterns your same circular patterns and you forget about it well that's what happened to me so I read The Secret um probably over a year ago did you know got was excited about it for about three months and then completely forgot about it until, until a friend of mine who was in a similar situation to me, um, which I actually didn't realise at the time, introduced me to a book called The Magic, also by Rhonda Byrne. And essentially, The Magic is a 28-day programme that teaches us how to apply the secret in our everyday life. And I did it. I did it in January as like a a New Year's resolution and honestly it took me from being completely like I said being at rock bottom to actually seeing hope that I could find my way out of this. It gave me daily to do's that made me feel like I was working towards feeling better. So for example there are literally challenges that you have to do day to day for 28 days to build well build the magic into your life and it talks about you know when you were younger and how you believed in magic and then as you kind of become older the magic gets kicked out of you almost you kind of realize that life is actually quite difficult and you slowly forget about the magic so you know how I said in my introduction that we I've literally tried everything and we go from the logical, the not so logical, to the magical. Well, this is literally the magical thing that I have um, tried. And if I'm honest, if I started this in January, we're now in May, I have kept up all these practices and it's making me feel like I'm working towards something better. So as an example, day one is about counting your blessings and it talks about how being grateful for what you have creates a feeling inside you and that feeling attracts more of that feeling okay so I don't know if I'm explaining this very well but law of attraction is all about like attracts like so if you're thinking really positively you'll get more positive things if you think really negatively you'll get more negative things if you think about you know, a day, say you commute to London for work, you know that if you leave the house late, you know the tube's going to be delayed, you know you're not going to get a seat, you know you're going to get stuck under the tunnel, you know the gates are going to crash on you as you try and leave the, the tube. And that is basically, according to the secret and according to law of attraction, that negative energy that you are, um, I guess transmitting is attracting more negative energy. So your day isn't going to turn around if you're you start it off in a negative way. So what the magic is saying is that if you start your day 
by being grateful, you are therefore transmitting, you know, happiness, joyful gratitude to the universe, and therefore you'll get more of that back. So I won't read out the book to you because I do think I would highly recommend that if you're in a similar situation to me, not necessarily on a fertility journey, but if you're just feeling a little bit lost and you're, you know, trying to find your way back to enjoying yourself in life, I highly recommend that you read The Secret. But for example, what I now do every morning is my gratitude list. And this started from, you know, the 1st of January when I started it. And I do it every single morning. And I have done for however many days there have been in 2022. But here are some of the ideas that you kind of write for your list. So I am truly best to have X because X. I am so happy and grateful for X because of X. I am truly grateful for X because of X or Y or whatever. And what it tells you to do in the magic is every morning you write, before you do anything else, before you get dressed, before you get up, is you write 10 things that you are grateful for and why you are grateful for them. The reason it's so important to say why you're grateful for them is because you feel the gratitude deeper. So you're not just saying, I am grateful for my lovely home. You're saying, I am grateful for my lovely home because I feel comfortable and safe and I'm enjoying creating memories in it. So it really, you kind of go beyond thanking the universe for it. You go, you feel the thank you because you think of the reasons. And what you're meant to do for 28 days is write these 10, the list of 10 that you're grateful for. And then you go back through your list and say out loud, you read it out loud, your list. And at the end of it, you say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And really feel the the gratitude for that blessing as much as you possibly can. So the premise is that you do 10 a day for 28 days. And therefore, you have found 280 things to be grateful for. Because you can't repeat yourself, um... You can't repeat what you're grateful for. So I can't thank the universe and my house twice. I have to find something else. So you really, really do have to to think about it. And I know it sounds silly, um, but honestly, starting my day thinking about what I'm grateful for has really, really started my day off on a good trajectory than to wake up thinking, oh, I've got to go to work. Oh, I've got, how many emails am I going to have? I don't even think about that from the beginning I'm literally I wake up I have my diary my little notebook next to me and I write the 10 things that I'm grateful for I read it out loud and I say thank you thank you thank you after each one and I actually made it so I get up 15 minutes earlier every day so I have got time to make my list it's the priority it's part of my normal morning schedule and honestly it's the best thing I've done so far is is completing the magic because I can really feel the difference of where I was to where I am now. Now that's not to say that everything is fixed. I still have a fair way to go. Um, and actually the next episode that I'm going to record for you is about a slip up that I've done recently. Um, and I do feel like I've kind of taken a step back from where I am. But 
the point of this is that it's given me something to work towards. It's given me clear exercises to try and do. And it's ingrained some of the practices into my daily routines. And it, they genuinely, genuinely start my day off in a really positive light. Now, it doesn't mean that bad things don't happen to me. So I still, <laughs> I'll still get angry on the way to work if I get stuck in traffic. But what I what I don't do is dwell on it. So for example, if I pass a green light straight away, I say, thank you for that green light. If I get to a red light, um, instead of kind of getting annoyed that I'm delayed on my journey, I basically find the positives for why I might be stuck at that red light. So for example, I get an extra two minutes in the car to myself before I get to the office. Um, it sounds really trivial, but what the point is I'm trying really hard not to dwell on I guess the more negative things that happen so that I don't attract more of that now the magic itself this podcast wasn't really meant to be just about the magic but you know it is a big part of the law of attraction and how it's got me kind of started on it but the magic kind of covers different things so um activities for attracting money activities for attracting health activities for attracting careers mending relationships identifying your desires and what it's kind of done is set a framework for altering your mindset and I think that's the biggest thing to bring up in terms of the law of attraction is that it's a mindset shift it's going from I don't have to work really really hard and kill myself to get what I want it's a shift that it will come it needs to find um you know it's about divine timing but what I want will come and I don't have to push and I don't have to kill myself I have faith that it will come now that has been hugely comforting to me because if you think about you know what I'm trying to bring to fruition which is a family there's only so hard, so hard I can work for it. It's not like it's a job where I can work longer hours uh, or, you know, take up more courses to learn more skills. It's generally, it will, <laughs> I can't control it really. You know, I've tried a ton of diets. I've tried restricting things. I've tried stopping drinking. I've tried so much. But what the law of attraction has kind of made me do is take a step back and realize okay it will happen I don't have to restrict myself I can allow myself this glass of wine without freaking out the next day that I've jeopardized my chance this month I you know I can eat this piece of bread because it won't jeopardize this month and that has freed me up a lot it's changed my mindset it stopped me constantly thinking about this situation that I'm trying to bring to life literally um but I'm struggling to so that has been a huge help now I also wanted to bring some of the downsides of the law of attraction not that there's many but there is something that has caused me anxiety about it is that obviously the the whole point is that you have to be grateful and you have to be positive and it's like for like and if you're if you believe and if you surrender it will happen so what I found myself doing on the days where, you know, we all have bad days. There are days where I just can't find the positives. Um, 
and I'm sure people have been in the same situation but then what I found myself doing is that because I was having a bad day because I was dwelling on the negative because I was dwelling on the things that I don't have and you know I then panicked that because I'd put those thoughts out into the universe I'd jeopardized all the work I'd done around the positivity to date so there is an argument around I guess toxic positivity and I it kind of goes down to you know when you're having a really really bad day or something really really bad has happened to you and people turn to you and say you just need to be positive you just need to know it will happen it's not helpful is it it's counterproductive and I guess that's the whole premise around the law of attraction but sometimes you want to take action you want to dwell on the negative so I have been listening to a podcast called Fertile Ground um, by Spencer Brazard. Um, I can't pronounce her surname. And it's genuinely really good and it's got me thinking a lot about mindset um, and it's really helpful. So if you're on a fertility journey, I do recommend you listen to her. But the podcast I listened to today was about toxic positivity and how sometimes if you are just trying to think positive and trying to bury your negative feelings you're not actually dealing with how you're feeling so you might have heard in a previous podcast and I mean I've only had a few but I'm not very good with dealing with emotions so I tend to ignore them I tend to go and process them by myself and then pretend that nothing happened nothing's happened and I'm, I'm not bothered So this struck me about feeling your feelings or dealing with your feelings and you can't always be positive because sometimes you just need to have a good cry, you just need to, you know, process how you're feeling and recognise how you're feeling, otherwise you're burying it deeper, 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 deeper until one day you'll explode and I guess that's kind of what happened to me in my burnout, I just carried on carried on carried on didn't deal with how I was feeling until one day the smallest thing tipped me over the edge and I crashed and I couldn't deal and then I was right at the bottom so I think it's kind of really important to I guess take the law of attraction and to take manifesting or whatever you want to call it with a pinch of salt because it 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 has helped me personally definitely in bringing myself up, bringing myself positive to help look at what I already have and how, you know, I do have a blessed life. My life isn't terrible and I need to learn to, like I, you know, like I'm saying, enjoy what I have now and appreciate what I have now. But it's also important to process and realise how you're feeling and to let those feelings come out. So some of the things that I have been trialling um, recently when I am having kind of a, a down a day and I can't find the positive is I I journal so I still look at um, what was good about my day and I try and find three things that were good about my day but then I also talk to myself obviously in my journal about some of the struggles that I found so I note down how I was feeling what potentially the triggers were But what I'm then also doing is look at how I could have improved those situations or how I could have improved my day. And what that does is almost lets me 
relive the situations in my mind and the outcomes I would have wanted to happen um, to almost kind of, I guess, reassess what, what I can do next time to improve those situations. So for example, um, one of the things I really struggle with is kind of parenting triggers or pregnancy triggers. Um, And quite recently I was at a wedding with all my friends and, you know, a lot of my friends quite over the last couple of years have had babies and I'm so happy for them and I wouldn't want it any other way. But I, you know, they know my situation. And... (laughs) one of the girls was said in a circle of all my friends, can you believe that we're all mothers now? And my God, that was like a stab to my heart. A stab to my heart. And we're at this wedding and I had to really, really stop myself from completely running off and crying and going to bed because I was like, I can't, I can't believe how insensitive that was. But obviously it wasn't to me, it wasn't directed at me. It was a moment of joy for everybody. And nobody really understands that this is like a constant thing in my mind. So when I woke up the next day, I basically processed how I felt so that when I saw those friends at breakfast the next, well, that day, I didn't hold it against them and I didn't, um, I didn't call them out on it because it wasn't, it wasn't at me. It was just a comment. It wasn't insensitive. It was just something that, you know, is true. They are all mothers. It just so happened I'm not and I'm struggling. So I wrote in my journal, obviously three great things that I enjoyed about the day. And that included, you know, meeting everybody's children and being happy for them. But then also processing the thoughts about how I felt when those comments were made how I feel and how maybe next time I would handle that situation and to be honest what I would like to say is I'm I'd like to call it out and just be like guys I know I don't want to dampen the situation but that has really me um so I you know I just really appreciate it if you could just bear that in mind when I'm around because they don't know they don't know they don't know Anyway, I kind of feel that that's turned into a bit of a ramble. Um, And what started off as talking about the law of attraction has turned into quite a lot of different things. Um, But essentially, long story short is I am very grateful, um, seemingly, for the law of attraction. And it's definitely brought me up onto a higher vibration, which, which is the whole purpose of it. But I do feel like a big weight is off my shoulders and it has helped me to reframe my thoughts a little bit. So if you're feeling lost or a little bit hopeless or you're just a little bit desperate in a situation, I do recommend giving Law of Attraction a go. You don't have to be super spiritual. You don't have to be, you know, a huge follower of it. I genuinely feel like a big weight lifted off my shoulders when I got into it. So, yes, I think I'm going to wrap up uh today's episode so if you want to follow me please do on instagram at um winking it underscore pod i haven't posted a picture of myself yet but i am gearing up to doing that very soon because i do think it's important um but yes thank you very much for listening and see you next time